Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode 42. My name is Anthony Dietrich. I am your host. Today is November 6, 2019, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What's good, my guy? Howdy, everyone. It's good uh, Good to be back, and the season's yeah. almost over. Did you do that howdy on purpose? Was there any yes. reason you may have done that? Because it was a, a wild, wild west west weekend out in texas you know oh yeah no i mean definitely a lot of a lot of stuff happening but first things first uh have you heard of this you heard of this guy uh lewis hamilton have you heard of this guy seen this yeah. guy he, I he this. might be pretty good he I might be pretty good star in like cars three or something i think he was i think I, i'm pretty sure but if i'm gonna be honest with you i actually haven't seen cars three. Oh, fake fan yeah i know right some <laughs> disney fan i am yeah <laughs> me and ryan blaney on that fake fan uh train Bro, he's um, in the movie. I, I figured. <laughs> what, what goofy name do they give him? Ryan Inside Laney. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's awful. That's such a garbage <laughs> So, Lewis Hamilton has six. He's now one behind the goat. Uh, Michael Schumacher was his seven. So, we, um, we're, looking, we're pretty much now in the Jimmy Johnson category of, wow, he's chasing history. And every single race he gets closer to his next championship is going to be absolutely next level scrutinized. But we had a pretty good race over in, in Austin, Texas. I mean, did you catch any of the F1 race over there or did you just? Eh? I saw the first half lap and then went to lunch. OK, that's usually what you have to do at that race. <laughs> that <Yeah>. sounds about <laughs> right. Um Okay. Well, from what I saw, it was just another classic Mercedes dominate Ferrari kind of beats themselves up, but this was a little different because for once Mercedes was like, you know what, Botas go get them. Botas clearly had the faster car. Most cars were running a two um, pit strategy. Lewis Hamilton was like, I'll just do one again. I'm going to win the championship anyways. I don't really yeah, care. He always is the one stop. I feel like. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton had no, didn't really care because I feel like in Lewis's mind and probably Mercedes' mind, uh, something bad could happen in pit road. They could like get a tire wrong and then you know you just want to limit your mistakes if you're yeah one stop is like of course limiting your mistakes probably also would be good if you don't run your teammate off the course with three to go but that's neither here nor there he did that 
Yeah, Botas uh, went on the outside of the uh, after the long straightaway. He went on the outside of him in the hairpin and uh, sent Botas wide. Wow. And Botas just got him on the next lot because oh. <laughs> the tires were just so good. And yeah. I could see Botas's reasoning for that. I mean, you got good grip. I mean, just, oh, yeah. just take it. You you're, you got to use that to your advantage. I think he was using hard compound. But yeah, Lewis looked pretty good. <laughs> I'll say that. And gets his sixth championship in style at US. I believe that's this has got to be the third time he's probably clinched there. He, he seems to always either clinch in Mexico or, or the U.S. because he, he's always just doing burnouts there, it feels like. Yeah, it's always a three to go or something. Three I mean, or four to go. Just, or at least since he, he's won championships at Mercedes, obviously 2008 was a little bit different. Yeah, so uh, the, the podium was Botas, Hamilton, uh, Verstappen, and Leclerc, and our boy, well, my boy, Alexander Albon. Uh, did you happen to see Vettel's car? It was a yeah, little, it was it a little sloppy. Yeah, Vettel it was a little broke. Yeah, I don't know who who got who got better air this weekend, Hamlin or Vettel? Oh, Hamlin for sure. Hamlin got all four <laughs> off again. That is true. I mean, Vettel Vettel's car was absolutely cooked, and he's like, my favorite part is on the radio. I think it's broken, as if huh. it's. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say it was that car is the definition of pretty fucked. Yeah. Um, dude, I gotta say this real quick, and we'll we'll hop off Formula One and head to the other Texas race. But Alexander Albon needs to learn how to qualify. Like really, just needs to learn how to qualify because he is just beating himself up. He could probably finish on the podium most races if he's actually not qualifying in dead ass last. Yeah, you mean that last set of all of them? Well, not last dead ass of... last, but you know what I mean. It, it seems like he's he qualified sixth, but like he just had a bad start. He's either qualifying poorly or having bad starts, but at least he moves his way through the field. He is exciting to watch in that regard. I'm really rooting for the kid. Uh, so the rest of the top 10, Ricardo, Norris, Sainz, Hulkenberg, and Perez. Good for Perez getting some points. Yeah. He's, he's, all right. That was he's a fun, that's enough of the F1 minute. All right. So Lewis Hamilton. Now we only have three more champions to crown. Well, four if you count Cannon. So we're, we're right in the nitty gritty right now. We're right in the shit. Oh yeah. Two weeks. All right. Two weeks so from this time, we'll be talking about how uh, Kyle Larson, that unbelievable comeback <laughs> at Phoenix and then dominates the home set race to win the championship. Oh man. That's a funny way to spell Chase Elliott. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of Chase Elliott, we had a lot of uh, interesting drivers getting into some accidents and, and trouble in Texas. And uh, while that happened, Kevin Harvick has once again secured his spot into the championship four. Uh, I believe that is now every season he's done that. I'm a probably wrong, aren't I, Kevin? Just correct me now. Yeah. 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 Which year did he not? 2016. Oh, yes, of course. The Carl Edwards year. Yeah. No, so yeah. it's funny. Looking back, so this is now the sixth year of the elimination format. And every year, except for one, depending on driver, Truex, Kyle Busch, and Harvick's been in it. Truex didn't make it back in 2014, but he's made it every... Wait, no. Did he? No, no Truex he, didn't he, make it in 20... I take that back. So he, he didn't make 16, it in 2016. 16. Well, Kyle yeah, Bush, 16. It was very upsetting. Yeah, that was sad. Kyle Busch didn't make it in 2014. NASCAR.com knows what I want. It's... um. They have a legitimate thing for Logano uh, didn't make it in 2015 or 2017. So, so what I'm saying the four yeah. drivers that are looking like they're going to advance right now, barring a a weird race at Phoenix, are the drivers who have been there at least three times already. So, 
for for the people that are saying, you know, this package is whatever rules doesn't uh, reward the best drivers. Kind of seems like the best drivers get rewarded. No, this is definitely because they fixed they fixed the system. Twenty sixteen showed them the system was broken. They had to do something. Uh, <laughs> clearly, it, it it's worked out pretty well. So, um, looking right now, uh, uh, counting this season, Harvick has five. Bush has four if he doesn't make it. Um, and Shurex has four counting the season, Logano three, then a bunch of drivers with one. Yeah. Um, I love it that the picture for Carl Edwards is just him in the inside wall, just, just pounding it like Aww. the utter disrespect, Aww. the absolute utter disrespect to do that. Like, come on. Um, all right. So, so yeah, Kevin Harvick, absolutely dominating performance though on Sunday, uh, at least in stage three. And then coming yes. off of a penalty, too. So we were talking earlier before we started recording, and this race looks like three different races in one. It was stage one was Talladega. Everyone was wrecking. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the longest run was like 20 laps, maybe. Of that is generous. Racing. <laughs> yeah, generous. That. Stage two and beginning of stage three were like was a really good race, like strategy, and then people were a lot of different leaders. Um, and then stage once Harvick took that lead, it was kind of over, which is fair because he had no the best one was car. catching him. Yeah, surprised the guy with the best car usually ends up winning. Fans hate yeah. that though. I mean, you know, um, let's see here. I had it up and I lost it. It's definitely interesting though that, Ky- that Kevin Harvick seems to always just pick up steam right at the end of the season. It, it's almost like clockwork. It's like Texas, yeah. then Phoenix, it's- and then Homestead. He's got to be the guy that you got to be worried about because he's got the momentum. Since, and it's just, since it's the obviously point, uh, system came in 2017, he's won every Texas fall race. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, are you serious? Yeah, he. I mean, last year that was the encumber victory, so it didn't count. Yeah. Towards the playoffs, we still made it to uh, Miami. But yeah, 2017, 2019, winning your end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the longest green flag run of the first stage was uh, 24 laps. So actually not not bad. Yeah. Average green flag run on the day was uh, 23.2 laps, which uh, I think is definitely um, kind of skewed from the first, uh, first stage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the last stage or the last caution run went like over 100 laps or less. yeah we had a decent amount of lap leaders there were a lot of guys out there trying to get their uh their pickings in we had um a, there was a, Jimmy a time, Johnson spot spotting yeah, there was a time in stage three where the top five had a combined two wins this yeah season. that eric was jones, crazy not in this order but it was eric jones kurt bush jimmy johnson eric amarola and daniel suarez and yeah i'm gonna give a shout out to the both Stuart haas drivers in that mix Oh, yeah, no finish second and third. I thought actually had the fastest car of the day until Harvick came back. I think if Harvick would have been mired back and trapped a little more, Almirola looked like he could pass anyone except Harvick. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing. When Stuart Haas Haas had, I I apologize, finished one, two, three. I completely just left Harvick out there. But yeah, I mean, Harvick clearly had the best car, best Stuart Haas car. But I mean, that's got to be a huge confidence boost for Eric Almirola, who I'm just going to take a peek probably had his best race of the year uh yeah it, it definitely feels like it's been a long time since we really complimented daniel suarez on a good race yeah the um, only other race where i can remember him being like really good throughout the whole thing was actually texas in the spring so i guess mm-hmm. the track for whatever suits his his style if you don't count talladega or daytona um this is uh eric almirola's first top 10 since sonoma first top first- five 
The, ever. Well, he got, he finished, yeah. No, it wasn't Same. his first top five ever. He finished no, no, no. Dega. His first ever, and shout out to Steve Luvender. First ever second place finish, which means he completed the all 40 challenge. Oh, wow. I didn't even know yeah. that was going on. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm sure Steve was really excited about that. Oh, yeah. He tweeted it out in all capitals and everything. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that he's, I'm glad he does that because that is one of the more interesting things in racing. Oh, so I think there's, like, only, there's only a couple other drivers. That can, yeah. There's yeah. only a couple other drivers that need to uh, that need to get there. I think De Benedetto needs to win a race. Um, I, he I needs like, a couple top. I swear there was a driver who just needs to win a race, and they got it. it might be Suarez. I'm thinking of. There's someone with a win. Suarez, to be honest. Well, Suarez is looking pretty good. There. I don't he think he's. Gonna, like I don't think Suarez is going to win this season. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Shouts out Stuart Haas. I'm trying to. Get the God, I have so many tabs open right now. Awesome, <laughs> awesome podcasting here. And then Clint Boyer, unfortunately, in 11th place, but still, you know, if you're Clint, I honestly thought he was going to kind of be a dark horse today, like kind of redeem himself a little bit from spring. But uh, we got a totally different race from the spring, it felt like, especially with all the caution in the first stage. Good to see that it wasn't a, a complete uh, clone like Martinsville was. So, yes. and I also want to give a shout out to John Hunter and even checking the 36. You know, obviously, uh, prayers up to, um, Matt Tift, you know, we're really hoping that he is okay. But um, it, John Hunter Nemechek just filled those shoes as if it was nothing. I mean, I, a 21st place finish is nothing to scoff at in a 36 car. That is a good day. That's a legit career-changing run for him. Uh, if I'm yeah. a team, especially a team like that, that Tift can't come back or just a smaller team. Like for Interim, well, if he got, doesn't come back, yeah. I, hey, I wouldn't mind having him potentially open next year like i look at that run he outran both his teammates if i okay imagine this john hunter nemechek goes to the 36 car full time i'm trying to make his mark the 23 car becomes open uh hi my name is brett moffitt i'm pretty good at truck series even though i just re-signed this <laughs> come back to the 24 there's a rumor put me in coach. that he actually might go to the uh rcr new program who, uh, John Hunter or uh, mm-hmm. Moffat? John Hunter. I mean, the two car is open, and I haven't yep. heard of any anyone taking it yet. But uh, I'm sure, Daniel Hemrick needs a ride. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um. So, closing thoughts, or do you have other things to say? Because there was, I mean, obviously, the Rex Chase Elliott needs pretty much to win to get into the next round. Uh, of course, that's just typical Chase Elliott. He's going to make it exciting in the final race before the cutoff. So, yep. <laughs> at least I hope he does. Anything else to add? Let me think. I think my, uh, my hopes of Denny Hamlin winning a championship, I, I don't want to say it's done, but it, it definitely doesn't feel like it's going to happen at this point. Bowman Bowman looked good for the first mm-hmm. time in a while. Shout to, I think he was a top He had the Valvoline car. That's why he looked good. Shove it, yeah. Honestly, that's it. It's a good-looking car. Larson got freaking screwed by, we didn't even talk about this, by Bubba Wallace's spin. Okay, yeah. What was up with that? That was one of the bigger things of the race. And I, I didn't yeah. obviously so I didn't watch the race on TV. I was listening on the radio. I just drove up to Atlanta on Sunday. Um, so I heard it, but no one was on PRN was talking about it. And it was so you know how confused. at Martinsville last week, Logano, after his uh dust up with Hamlin on the track, he spun out. Yes, sure. <laughs> so okay, so it was clear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, my arm is itchy. Like, spin out. I get it. Trying I get it, yeah. to spin himself out, but it's on a short track. It's like there's really sharp turns. I get it. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's a little. Dale Junior managed to pull that off a couple. Yeah, uh, bad Bubba, Bubba tried to spin himself out, didn't work, and then went through all of one 
and then was exiting two, and then finally spun it out. And it looked so so blatant. It was, and it screwed Larson and Kurt Busch. Um, who were, was, Larson could have competed for that win. Was there a reason a for down. this? Like, why did he do it? He had a tire down. Ah, what a what a. I'm sorry. What a dickhead. I'll, I'll, I have lack of a better term here. I mean, still, still finished three laps down. There was no real point to it. I don't blame Bubba per se. Like, you're in the circumstances. You're trying to do the best for your team. I get it. But it's frustrating as a Kyle Larson Ooh. fan to see it. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it as a, as a guy who wants to see Larson finally get to that championship four. But then again... I don't like like I'm not gonna say I want NASCAR to step in on it because I absolutely hate judgment calls and like he did have a tire going down so you can yeah you can make the call that like okay he well I'm sure that they've been actually, listening to the radio by now it's Wednesday if there was anything they would have come down yeah no they said they're they're not but like for the people that like spin out on a super speedway track like on the backstretch don't hit anything and then literally spark their car in the middle of the backstretch I'm like. Freaking drive, Bro. man! Like that, <laughs> I feel like that should be hold them a lap or something. Yeah, that, no, it's a certified bra moment. You like need as soon to as the coffee goes out, they start rolling. That's clear as day. If you have a tire going down, you're still going 100 miles per hour. It's like okay, I get it. It's hard to control. You can fake that a little bit. I know they have the telemetry and whatnot. Just but, a real, real damn shame. We we missed out on a on a wonderful finish. Yeah, like if you freaking stop straight on the racetrack, that's where it's. I have an issue. At least spin the car around. Mm-hmm. At least give it a show. Interesting. Yeah. So, but well, that's about we'll it from the cup happens. race. Phoenix is a Phoenix is mm, a, an interesting track for Larson. It hasn't always been the kindest in the fall for him. Shouts out Ryan Newman. Uh, mm. Speaking about Ryan Newman, real quick, uh, just continuing to live up to the meme. As yeah, always. I thought Amarillo was gonna, actually going to catch him. <laughs> yeah, as, you know, yeah. You you thought wrong, bitch. I did because as usual, as soon as I texted you, uh, Almirola was like five seconds back, and then literally. Mm. Four laps, he was within two, and I'm like, okay, he's literally, he's on pace to catch him. And then as soon as I sent that text, Newman uh, went high and went two, and then Harvick. Just, it's the you know. classic case of the 2019 package. Is there lap cars in front of you? Good luck, my friend. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, or no, I think that's just Ryan Newman. <laughs> that's also just <laughs> Newman. That that is yeah. classic. We saw the same thing last year, Chicago Land. Different, completely yeah, different yeah. package. It's just Newman. Um, yeah, so we had uh, Kurt Busch in ninth, Eric Jones tenth. Shouts out those guys. Uh, Austin Dillon thirteenth, Benedetto fourteenth, and uh, Newman in fifteenth. And the Rookie of the Year um, battle that's going on between Hemrick and uh, Priest that was essentially tied, I believe, two weeks ago. Um, Priest got, or I'm sorry, Hemrick got a much better finish. So Hemrick might legitimately win Rookie of the Year and be out of ride. We'll 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 keep you posted on that. Are we sure that? Winning Rookie of the Year this year with that performance is something to like bring home. <laughs> hey man, Kevin Conway was a Rookie of the Year. People forget this. This is true. Put All some right. respect on the goat name. Uh, you let's talk a little bit of Xfinity. So, um, did you Xfinity you was, that race? I liked it. It was Christopher Bell. Like that show, Christopher Bell dominated that race, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of different strategy going on, especially in turn three, and then it became a little bit of a wreck fest, but. Yeah, it was a good race. Chastain looked like he was going to win that race for a little bit in the ten car. Um, and it's a it's a real real shame that we couldn't get the the watermelon on on the front stretch. That would have been absolutely electric there. Yeah. Our boy Brandon Jones finishing in fourth, pretty good. And uh, John Hunter yeah. just I, I guess he likes Texas. Yeah, really good just, track, good weekend for him. But no, uh, 
Christopher tough weekend though for Grax and and Briscoe. Yeah, they really yeah Briscoe especially. He had damage and it looked like he could have come down and pit, but they didn't want to give track position. And then literally mm-hmm. going into turn one of the restart, he went super high because his car wasn't working. And it's like uh, that's a chunk of points. So it's looking like unless he outpoints Allgaier by twenty points at ISM Raceway, which I really don't think is no. <laughs> likely because Allgaier is. Pretty good there from what I remember. So it's looking like a must win. Yeah, I'm looking at the points right now. So going back to the cup real quick. So uh, um, points for that, Shirex and Harvick obviously locked in. Kyle Bush and Logano are super, super close at 22 and 20 above the cut line, respectively. Then you have Hamlin, Blaney, Larson, and Chase. Um, to think that Denny Hamlin has won five races and probably won't make the championship four is uh, just hurts my chest, but whatever. That's neither here yeah. nor there. He, it was, I think he said a 44 point swing for Hamlin. He was plus 24 going into Texas and he came out mm-hmm. minus 20. And that's just, yeah, flying good. through the air will probably do that to you. I don't yeah, know. that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I just heard it on the radio and I was like, oh, he just went through the grass and dug the splitter, but he's fine. And then they just wouldn't stop talking about him getting some air. And I'm like, that doesn't sound good at all, actually. Yeah. I'm very concerned. Um, so looking at the standings, um, yeah, Gregson, Cindric, and Annette are must wins. Um, Briscoe could maybe point his way in. I'm, it looks like he's 18 out. I'm yeah. I'm trying to do math. Yeah, he is, which yeah. isn't. I mean, Reddick is also kind of like, I mean, I don't think Reddick's not going to make it on points alone, but like Reddick has just kind of fallen a little bit there. Yuck. Yeah, you said he's Reddick stink. Yeah, no, he got into a wreck. I saw that. Yeah, like, big wreck. Oh, um, big wreck. Oh, oh yeah. No, he he checked up. I, did I see that wreck? I don't know. He checked up for Briscoe Friday, down the back stretch, trying to pass him and like swerved to the inside and then corrected it, hit the outside wall, and then he shot straight across the track into the inside wall. All four tires came off the ground. That's always scary when that happens. I hope he's yeah. okay. Like, it, you know, yeah, hopefully it's not shaking out. He said oh. it was on him, though, and like. He was he was being respectable of other cars out there, and <laughs> that's good at least. It was just kind of like a Texas thing. Like, I don't think he'll run into that problem at Homestead. Uh, um, we'll see. So I remember in the beginning of the season, I was saying Christopher Bell could potentially win thirteen races this year. I did not account for the fact that Custer and Reddick were going to be so good, but uh, Christopher Bell still leads the season with eight wins. He, I'm very excited to see um, to see him in that ninety five next year, regardless of. Uh, how good he is because he's gonna he's gonna put up some he's gonna just put up some races where you're just like man this guy is probably better in like a third gibbs car right now he's gonna win one of the races no, he's that not. are under one and a half miles no he's not yes he is if he wins at richmond that might be the one because toyota has dominated there of late but like I, I i i'm still not putting if eric jones couldn't win in the 77 I'm not giving sleep on him. Sleep on him. I think Christopher Bell is better than Eric Jones. Christopher Bell is literally the best. Every single Gibbs rookie that comes into Cup Series is the best rookie we've ever Uh, seen. I know, but like, I feel like this decade, besides Eric Jones, there hasn't been someone with like that much hype. And Christopher Bell is more hype than Eric Jones to the Daytona 500 and just walk up to Kevin. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Joey Logano, and just beat them yep. up. Like physically, just start a, a fight on pit road. No one can do anything. Floyd Mayweather is there, just laughing his ass off in the background. 
just just allowing it to happen. Like we're just allowing this, and that's the only way Christopher Bell is maybe going to win a race next year. Those three guys and Truex. I mean, I, I I don't feel like I feel like we could probably just leave Truex out there. I like him, <laughs> but um, I really hope Custer goes up because seeing the big three. I was actually series. talking about this with my uh, one of my classmates who likes NASCAR. I was, I was saying that it, it, you don't want to put him in that thirty-two just yet. It just feels nah, kind of like said, a waste. They said we got really not an option for them anymore. Yeah, I mean Corey's pretty pretty good, and also yeah. uh, we got some news uh, from there, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so yeah, anything else from the Xfinity race? Uh, Brandon Jones could be going to yeah. Homestead with a lot of momentum if he would have advanced. So I'm a little salty about that, but it's neither here nor there, though. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get it. We'll get him next year. Yeah. Brand Jones got the monkey off his back and you know at this rate he's he's on pace for 33 wins next season in my mind so if, if this is the way I, I view silly season what's what's left of it if Custer goes the cup Brandon Jones is making the final four next year <laughs> that's that's not a prediction that is that is a fucking guarantee but if Custer stays down next penalty he will legitimately win 15 races yeah, probably. Honestly. It's going to be disgusting. I, I have a feeling he's probably staying in Xfinity, but we'll... Uh... I don't want him to. Like, I don't want him to. And I like Suarez. I really do. Hey, but Hey, man. Cole Custer? You, you, know, you know how old Cole Custer is right now? How old? Uh, he is 21 years old. He has got all the time in the world to get to... But he's, all, he's been in the sports... Like, he won first truck race really, more than five years ago. He really has felt like he's been in the sport for like he 10 years. He's ready. No, he, no, don't get me wrong. He is totally ready. But uh, if there's no ride and a certain somebody that we may or may not have heard drunkenly say they're retiring is retiring in 2020, then... Uh, I know. He's got <laughs> I that ride in the bag, my guy. He's got that ride Chase, in the bag. I want Chase Briscoe to replace him. I know. Or Floyd Mayweather just throws Cole this is Custer true. Yeah, we have, $20 we have million. Dollars. Just as like, yo, man, I have $600 million as spending cash this weekend. Here's $20 million, Drive my fucking car. Yep. <laughs> I'd do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell, hell, Floyd Mayweather, give me a ride. I am <laughs> very, very good at going around in circles at a slow pace. It's either it's either me or Reed Sorensen, and last time I checked, Reed Sorensen is about as exciting as spoiled milk. I have an autograph from Reed Sorensen. That's pretty. That's actually kind of cool. I, I I mean, Reed Sorensen probably isn't that boring. I feel like he actually has like a pretty cool personality. He's probably a really nice guy. We should get him on the podcast and tell him that I called him spoiled milk. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to talk a little bit ISM this weekend? Yeah. All right, so that's uh, a good Kyle transition Bush- because yeah. I just pulled up Twitter and I said, Ooh, "What happened? This way is trending towards a sellout." There. Wow, that's good. That that's actually really good news. I'm very happy to hear. They that. sold out last year, and they're definitely a sellout for the championship. Well, it it, it kind of helps when you have less seats. Uh, uh, speaking of less seats, uh, Eddie Gossage was like, "Yeah, we might have too many seats here." I mean, 180,000 is. A lot. I think that's how much it is. Maybe it's only one thirty-five, but yeah, it's still a lot. If they tell us can only seat one hundred one thousand, which it does sell out for the the five hundred. I'm sorry, it's it's it still seats a hundred thousand. Yeah. Wow, that is that is a lot more than I thought. It's sad, but I mean, I feel like Dega probably sits more. Mm, Dega seats less. Dega's only like eighty. Wow, man, that is uh, that is definitely something I didn't expect. But uh, yeah. wow. 
You, but yeah, you sure, you sure know your stuff about Daytona, Kevin. Wow. I know. I uh, hope to hope to be there in the spring. I, I hope so too. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah, talking about ISM got it's getting me a little excited because it's like, oh, this could actually be a really wacky race, like it was last season and Dude, the last or seventeen races have been the only okay. The only non wacky race there since the elimination format has been the race that got rained out. And it was pretty wacky because Dale Jr. would have absolutely have secured himself in the final four with momentum. Yeah. Yeah. The way, the way, a quick recap, 2014, we had Newman. That was shoving Harvick out of the way. Yeah. And Harvick had to get a win to get into the championship four Mm -hmm. and won his way in, uh, in classic Harvick fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then of course the Newman Larson uh, pancake heard around the world. 2016 was the Bowman almost winning the race after mm-hmm. being like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And then huge wreck coming into turn one that took out a, a majority of the field. Uh, Wait, did it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because Bowman got taken out there late. Oh, it was Kenseth who came, came across Bowman's nose and he spun mm-hmm. himself out from the lead. Uh, was that 2016? Because I thought yeah, that Kenseth was suspended. 2017 for that, right? was the Chase Elliott Denny Hamlin part two. Yes, where oh Chase my God, took yes. the lead with like 20 to go, and it looked like he was going to get his first win to advance to the finals. And then Kenseth came back. And then 2018 was mad. We had like all four drivers below the cut line in position to win, and then three of them wrecked. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. We are definitely going to get some madness again this oh, yeah. race. Um, although it is the Kyle Busch Invitational for the most part of lately. Um, he has not lost a race since they reconfigured the track. So that is the, These are facts. Um, and honest to God, I don't see why it would stop at this rate. Um, but then again, Kyle Busch does not have the momentum that he had in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I mean, I definitely, if I'm Kyle Busch, I am thinking win all the way. Uh, I don't want to risk Joey Logano getting ahead of me in points and then Larson, Blaney, or Elliott, or Denny just sneak a win. The best case scenario for this race is someone below the cut line is in position to win, battling another guy below the cut line in position to win, and then like Ooh, six and seven really plays are Kyle Bush and Joey Logano fighting for... Man, I can only get so erect. That would be insane. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, do you remember your picks from last week? I do, and they were disappointing, so I'm not going to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I picked Denny to win it, so I didn't do much better. And I think my dark horse was Larson. Or was it? I think I, I may have. Oh, no. You know who I think I picked? I think I picked um, Brad. Oh, rip. Ugh. <laughs> okay, so we didn't do very well last no. weekend after after bragging about having 20 correct races this season. I believe that the NASCAR gods were like, shut the fuck up. No one cares about your stats. So um, we'll try again this weekend. So, Kevin, I'll give you the floor. Uh, give me your dark horse. And if you are new to the podcast, uh, welcome. Uh, how we do our picks every week is we pick a dark horse, a driver that potentially won't we most likely won't win the race, but we're looking at it for a top 15 um, then our favorite uh, driver who is potentially, you know, at this rate championship uh, looking to get in championship four. Um, and then our sleeper, someone who is still very good, but um, you wouldn't think of them necessarily to win the race, but should could potentially win the race. So there, I think I, I think I word vomited that pretty well. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. So give me, give me your dark horse, bud. 
I'm going to go with Ryan Priest. You say uh, you said one of the Ryans. I, I heard that Priest. Okay, just because so you think that Ryan Priest is going to get himself back into this uh, Rookie of the Year competition? I do, and he. I mean, he grown up on the modified tour, and there's a lot of flat race tracks there, and this is a pretty flat race track. So we have been saying that all season, though. For him, I, know. I feel like he has not performed not, at the level but... um, on these flat tracks compared to tracks that he shouldn't be performing as well on. So. I don't know. I'm I I don't know about that pick. Um I'm not going to take his teammate. That feels like cheating at this point. He's so good. Um okay, for my dark horse this weekend, I'm actually going to go ahead and pick someone I don't think I picked in a minute. I'm going to go with Corey LaJoy. I think that since the announcement and I'll just spoil it now, so the 32 Go Fast Racing, I believe has an alliance next season with Stuart Haas. Yes. Yes, and um, I don't think that that's happened yet, but that is definitely a huge confidence boost, and I think yeah. a top 20, especially if we have Mayhem, a top 15 for LaJoy would be massive. Oh, yeah. And uh, people people love to say it, and I, even as a Matt DiBenedetto fan, I'll admit it, um, LaJoy is better in the 32 car than DiBenedetto was in the yep. 32 car. And I mean, How dare you say something so right? I mean, how, how could I ever say something so controversial, so brave? <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's true. He's, he's really a talented, uh, driver and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I hope that LaJoy does what DeBandetto did and bets on himself and gets himself a better ride because he definitely is proving it. Um, all right, let's go to favorites. All right. My favorite. I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin. Did you say something? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin. Oh, Oh. was that? I don't know if that was a reaction to you for me stealing your pick. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I wasn't actually going to pick him this week because every time I pick him, it's been bad luck. So I'm glad you did it. I think that he's done much better when you pick I him. I mean, the last flat racetrack we had was New Hampshire, and he yeah. probably should have won that race. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to race Harvick now. And honestly, if I'm, ooh, if I'm Harvick and I'm in that same situation, do I let you pass me? Yeah. I don't know who yeah. I want to race more, Hamlin, Logano, or definitely don't want to race Logano at Homestead. But also, Denny, when he's in the past, when he's had situations to either win the championship at Homestead, feel like he hasn't really shown up to play. So I don't know. I just feel like Logano, just because he did so good there last year. I don't know, I like man. That. I don't want to race any of them. It's gonna be, ugh. It's yeah, gonna be rough. All right. Um, so for my favorite, I'm going to go ahead and take the guy who's won legitimately every single race uh, here with the new configuration. I'm going to go ahead and t- say Kyle Busch. Yeah, I mean, it's a good pick. Yeah, it's a safe pick. It's, it's, yeah. it's a safe pick. And um, before Kyle Busch wrecks out on lap one and gets eliminated. Okay, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> um, all right. So your sleeper. My sleeper. I'm going to go. I think we've already cursed the drivers enough with Texas. I don't think that yes, they're going to be cursed again. Uh, but who, who do you got for your sleeper? I didn't hear you. I'm gonna go with Blaney. Okay, uh, that was gonna be my he, sleeper. So at least one there in the spring. I know it was kind of due to a strategy call, but if Bullens can pull some magic, which is very rare, but mm-hmm. if he can manage to do that, then Ryan Blaney in the final four. Okay, so for my sleeper, I'm actually not gonna go with a championship A driver playing the. Uh, okay, we have a potential for madness mm-hmm. to happen, and I'm actually going with a driver that you would definitely never think of to win here but i think the momentum will will look great last weekend he's got a little bit of his swagger back he wants to beat the fuck out of kyle bush still i'm going with eric almirola Ooh, i know you you were thinking i was going with bowman didn't you i thought you were going with johnson (laughs) no no god no he's a fucking dark horse at this point (laughs) 
I, uh, I like that pick because he finished fourth there in the spring. Exactly. I think that Almirola has got a little bit of the swagger back. It's a shame, like obviously. It. You know, he doesn't have the uh, spot in the championship or the um, the top eight. Round but eight. I still, yeah, round of eight. But I still think, uh, you know, a win like you pull off a Matt Kenseth style win uh, late in the season really can can boost your confidence. Obviously, you know, Kenseth, he has to retire. I I mean, uh, Cole Custer does need a ride. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> But either way, um, so those are our picks. Uh, Kevin picked Priest, Hamlin, and Blaney. I got LaJoy, Kyle Busch, and Eric Almirola. So uh, let's go ahead and round out the field because Kevin apparently has to go, but I'm going to hold him hostage for a little longer. Yeah, I got a, I got a, a good phone call to make. So, Oh, ooh, interesting. Oh, oh. It's my father. <laughs> oh, I, well, I mean, you know, I could still go, ooh, you know, I w- you know at least you have a relationship with me. Um, so anyway... <laughs> Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> I'm looking at the um, the driver list for this race, and uh, Joe Nemechek and John Hunter. Which, by the way, this has been the first race that father and son have raced together since I believe it was the Hamiltons. But I could, I, 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 I saw a stat. It was either name the, the Hamiltons. Year. Name the year. Or... Name the track. Ah, man, buddy. 2005, yeah, like 2005. Atlanta. Yeah. Wait, you? That I was correct on the Hamiltons. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while since we've had that, which um, kind of a little surprising, but also kind of not. Um, father-son duos don't really exist. Obviously, we could have had Ryan and Dave if uh, Dave stuck around, but, you know, he's he's, yeah. he's living his best life right now, honestly. <laughs> not he's having to dirt. finish in last. Yeah, exactly. I, he, he's a much better dirt driver than a NASCAR driver, and that's with no disrespect. Love Dave Blaney. Um, 2012 Daytona 500 champion Dave Blaney to you <laughs> true uh, we got <laughs> bailey, bailey and bj in the 51 52 and the 53 is back so we know we're gonna have some mayhem this weekend oh, yeah. um nothing else really stands out i'm just really excited to see john hunter and check on a track that i think that 36 could look good at um also matt bandetto on a 750 horsepower track so exciting mm-hmm. driven in the future um other than that rounding out the field so we had a couple of big announcements this week and obviously uh i believe we already talked about harrison burton in the 18 but kevin your favorite driver is going to be in the 20 next season of riley herps full-time in xfinity thoughts i think you messed up that delivery because he's going to be in the 18 <laughs> no are you sure about that I am 1,000% sure. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I thought that he was in the 20 and that I Harrison... I was going to say, yeah, I like Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm used to Harrison being in the 18, obviously, yeah, because fair. of um, trucks. So yeah. you got to come be slack on that one. And he's still the right team. I Even mean, Riley Herb's full-time in the, the 18 it, are... It's another competitive ride at but the end of the day. It's sure. full-time. I know, but they're going to run a fourth car now. Well, but... It's full time, which means Kyle Busch is no longer in the 18. Does that mean that the KBM 54 is back? Who knows what they'll bring back, but I'm kind of hoping the 54 comes back because uh, there, be there were times in the past where the 54 was just an atrocious vehicle that Kyle Busch rode around in the mid tier level. And then there was a time when that car was unbeatable. I'm hoping for the earlier. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Riley Herbst. Completely just skipping the uh, the truck series. I'm I'm definitely interested to see that. Uh, I'm not trying to be mean about it. I'm honestly going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe something good comes out. Maybe Riley Herbst is a winner, and or maybe we should probably have given Kyle Benjamin a call because I really like yeah. him instead. I don't know. 
I feel like there were a lot of other drivers we could have given calls to. Hi, my name is Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, see how, how that plays out. But the biggest news in the racing world, arguably of the decade, just broke. <laughs> when? Monday? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, Roger Petsky done bought up IndyCar. <laughs> yeah, I really and did. Indianapolis with Riley Herbst in. <laughs> it's like you wake you ever. To those listening at home, you ever open Twitter and you see something and you're like, oh, I didn't know it was April 1st already. And then you're like, wait, <laughs> shit, it's not. Um, yeah, that was us Monday morning. Couldn't believe it. Roger Penske was like, wow, I've won this race so many times. I'm really good here. Like, Buy he already figuratively owned the track, cash. But now he literally owns it. So good for him. Yeah. No, good um, on him. He owns the IndyCar series as well. Um, which is, uh, do, what, what, what do we call it? Do we call it Roger Penske's Playground now? Yeah. <laughs> Basically what it so is. <laughs> Anthony Canalflex said he has met the owner of Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And well, the I, didn't wanna, I didn't actually want to say anything, but I, I might as well say you, it. You were thinking Please. it. I know it. I got you. I, I thought about, I actually, like, we were talking a little bit, like, after um, we took the picture, and I said, hey, Roger, you know, you got any big plans this year? And he's like, I'm literally going to buy the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And I was just like, okay, Boomer. Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe you were uh, keeping that under wraps for so long, Chuck. Yeah, I know. I, I literally just didn't want to say anything the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Roger Penske buying, because um, this has been a childhood dream yeah, no, I, to uh, buy the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Ass. And this is so cool to see it come come to fruition um i know he's gonna do a great job with the track he respects the sport he loves the sport of indycar and obviously with the new um pack like changes coming to the sport um uh the cockpit changing um basically where it's gonna be a lot safer and indycar if people don't know this is one of the cheapest sports to get into and i feel like roger being the type of guy roger is it's he's gonna make it even more accessible i think and that's really gonna be a very exciting um obviously you know, I feel like now this is like, well, if I'm Chip Ganassi, I got to do something like I got to pull a power move. I got to sponsor the entire Cup Series at this point because I can't <laughs> let Roger one up me like this. You know, I just I just put uh, Marcus Erickson in my third car. I thought I had this summer one, but uh, I, I Roger Penske just or summer winter. Roger Penske just won the entire 2019 entire decade at this point. So go yep, on. go ahead. <laughs> Man, I the IndyCar is going to be interesting next season, um, and I hope that Roger definitely is thinking about maybe uh, changing up the schedule, maybe some uh, double-header weekends with NASCAR in the future. That'd be nice. All right, so yeah. last rounding out the field point in association with IndyCar, James Hinchcliffe does not oh, have yeah. a ride for next season yet. Yes, hopefully Schmidt, that changes. Peterson, McLaren racing whatever you call it uh basically said psych see ya bud and real shame he dipped but he just got married so good for him yeah be, yeah congratulations <laughs> on the sex um but be a real shame if they signed uh santino ferrucci to replace is ferrucci back you real i believe that ferrucci is not re-signed yet but i'm looking right now um outside of indycar though our boy brand jones is going to be in the 51 car dupont um yeah dupont sack here we they go, said, Brandon Jones went number two. And they said, all right, you're going to be the next Jeff Gordon. So, Dude, I, I can see it. He's got the flow already. He's got <laughs> the swag. And he's Hell got yeah. the money. Hell yeah. So, I don't know. Um, All right. I'm trying to... Oh, man, did I really close out of Reddit? Did I really do this? No, I didn't. I see it. Dude, I hate when I when I do that. It's a, it's a joke, isn't it? 
<laughs> um, we're seeing a lot more cars um, coming out, so that's cool. I'm trying to segue this into the... So um, we have the Arca Menards 2020 schedule has been announced. Oh. Uh, right. Would you like? Would you like to hear it? Um, Since now there is a bunch of different series. So, the, okay. Um, all right. So basically, uh, lots of good races here. I'll good. explain next week. <laughs> uh, good. Great. Awesome. Good. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to cut the episode short. Um, just because Kevin's got to go. But until next week, we will see you for our championship preview. We all should right. get Alex back. We might hit up Methfield um, to get him for some of his uh, opinions, as always. It's going to be a fun episode. But until next week, I've been Anthony. And I've been Kevin. Enjoy your long weekend, everyone. Yeah. Uh, see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. So, um, Kevin left, but I'm going to just... I have a couple things I wanted to say before um, I ended the episode. So, other news. Um, Formula One extended their contract with ESPN ABC until 2020. Um, they'll continue doing commercial free broadcasts. Um, I'm just very, very excited for that. I wanted to just, uh, um, just wanted to say that, uh, but, uh, I mean, as far as everything goes, we have just a lot of, uh, interesting things have happened this week, but, um, you know, we got some tests with Patricio award with McLaren and all of our, all of our ask you, that's very exciting. Um, so I want to go back to the Arkham Menard series real quick. Um, so we have the East schedule and then the showdown schedule. So the East schedule, um, is looking like new Smyrna, five flags, Bristol, Toledo, Berlin, Dover, New Hampshire, super interested to see the boys and girls at Dover. Um, you know, I think that's a really good race for the Arca series to have on the schedule. I think that was, a, it's a nice mile track, uh, quick speeds, Definitely multi-groove still, even though people don't believe me. Um, and obviously Bristol, I, I do. I'm actually a very big fan though of New Smyrna. It's a, it's a fun track. Um, as far as the showdown schedule goes, it's ISM Salem Mid Ohio Sports Car Course. Interesting. So Arca going to Mid Ohio, Lucas Oil Raceway, Elko, Iowa, always fun. Then Gateway, which is a personal favorite at this point. I it's taking me a while to come back on that track. Watkins Glen. It's gonna be so much fun. Bristol and Memphis. So um, I don't see here that they're going to be combining this at the moment. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on with Arca, and I don't feel like reading all of it at the moment. I you know. Um, other than that, we got three races this weekend. We didn't really talk Xfinity, um, but obviously with Xfinity, you know, we talked about who needs to win. I don't think Briscoe, Cindric. Michael and Annette are going to win the race. Um, Gregson, probably not either. Uh, so Justin Allgaier might be competing as a dark horse guy. And if I am NASCAR, I am getting a sniper for Homestead to shoot out his tires so that I don't have the embarrassment of Justin Allgaier potentially winning the championship race because that would be a really bad scene for uh, three drivers who won a combined 20 races this season out of 32 to uh, not win the championship where Justin Allgaier could potentially win zero and pull an Austin Dillon. Be a really bad scene. Don't want to see it. Um, and then obviously trucks uh, this weekend too. So uh, real quick, we got Moffitt, Friesen, 
uh, Chastain Hill, um, and then Hill and Crafton are pretty, pretty close on points. Nine points separate them, and Tyler Ankrum's not out of it. Like, can't, can't, can't put Ankrum out of it just yet. Um, man, it'd be a real shame if Chastain has a bad race, but that's implying that Ross has a bad race. Um, none of these guys are technically locked in, but uh, if you have a brain or eyes, you could probably tell that Moffat and Friesen are sitting pretty. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, other news, obviously, um, we talked about go fast racing going with Stuart Haas. Um, oh, this was another thing that we didn't get to talk about. So, Kurt Busch, big news, resigns with CGR for two more years. That is huge. So, right there, that um, pretty much says, I'm not retiring, and uh, Ganassi, trust me. And again, I love Kurt Busch in the one car, it's a great fit. It's definitely the perfect ride for him to finish his career out which i think this is probably the ride he finishes career out i hope to see a very very um uh competitive kurt bush next season uh what else we got i know that was the big one that i want to talk about but kevin really had to go said he had to go beat up uh who's that chad canals whatever i wouldn't mess with that guy um that's about it. So I'll throw this in at the end of the episode after I say I love you because you know I do love you guys. Um, I'll have the episode out tomorrow at some point. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, love you guys. Bye. Shit.